Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. So now, Google launched their AI chatbot Bard this week to much fanfare and Bard promptly made a $1 billion error on its first big outing. But look, all in all, it's been a big week in the advance of artificial intelligence into our lives. So we're joined now by Jenny Darmody of Silicon Republic. Good afternoon, Jenny. Good afternoon, Brendan. So listen, can you tell us first, Jenny, what happened this week? So Microsoft launched an AI version of their search engine, essentially. Yeah, so uh, this has kind of been teased for a little while now. Um, So it's called ChatGPT, which is um, a very advanced natural language um, processor. And Microsoft are essentially incorporating that into their search engine. And it's to give sort of more contextual answers to understand um you know the questions that humans are asking more and to kind of give better um answers basically and it's kind of trying to challenge google because obviously that's the biggest search engine and so i I tried to go on on bing their search engine and see how to do an ai search but i didn't figure it out but how how will the internet internet searches be different with more ai involved in them So it's basically going to give more, you know, human and contextual answers for what we're looking for. So in the way that I suppose at the moment you might search something on Google and it'll bring you up a bunch of different resources where you can go and kind of find the answer yourself and try to parse through things. The idea is that the search engine is going to kind of present you with, you know, the answer that you're actually looking for itself based on, you know, it's kind of doing the work for you, basically. Okay, so then I think was it kind of in response to that that Google rushed out their AI chatbot, Bard, and had a big high-profile unveiling of it. And what happened on its first outing? Uh, yeah, so this is definitely the signs of a big, massive AI arms race where everybody's kind of rushing to get out there first. And um, it, it you know it made a big show of. Um, Bard and it gave it a prompt about you know new discoveries from the James Webb telescope and one of the things it said was that uh, the James Webb telescope was the first telescope um, to take pictures of planets outside of the Earth's solar system and that was spotted by Reuters that that is absolutely incorrect it was actually the uh, European Southern Observatory's very large telescope which took the first pictures so it kind of <laughs> accidentally showed its hand in that it can make mistakes um, and, okay. and quite simple ones as well like that information is widely available. Okay, so is there kind of a credibility issue here with AI? Like, will AI just spout whatever bull is out there, like, and it basically doesn't even know what it's saying? That's certainly a danger. So, like, we have to remember that artificial intelligence is a computer simulation of human intelligence. It's not actually intelligent in the way that humans are and it's not actually sentient so it's learning from the reams and reams of data that's on the internet and it can be made smart and it can you know the the mistakes can definitely be corrected I'm sure over time but it's very very much in its infancy so it's very very new and it has a lot of kinks that it still needs to work out so it's a very big rush and a big you know hullabaloo about it at the moment but it's still very very young and the technology still has a lot a long way to go I suppose. So then in terms of the name artificial intelligence, is is it going to learn, will it improve and learn as it goes along? 
Yeah, it can absolutely learn as it goes along. Now, the, the, the only danger with that is the kind of it's only as clever as the data that it's being fed. So this is where some of the ethical issues come in okay. when using AI, because if it's being fed reams and reams of data from the Internet, we already know the Internet is full of inaccuracies, misinformation and things like that. And there's been previous iterations of chatbots that have been put out there and um, things like Blenderbot from um, Meta and things like that, that you know, became conspiracy theorists quite quickly or quite racist or quite misogynistic because it's learning from text that's on the internet. And we know the internet is full of that stuff. So that's the kind of ethical line that needs to be worked out. And that's the kind of kinks that need to be worked out. And there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes with the company OpenAI, which is behind ChatGPT, where they are trying to fix those problems, like ensuring that there isn't bias, that there isn't hate speech and that there isn't mistakes. But it does have a long way to go. It can learn, but it's, it, you know, you have to be careful about the data that you're feeding it. And then did I see Elon Musk then is worried, on the other hand, that uh, it's all going to have a left wing bias? Uh, yeah, well, Elon Musk is, you know, a problematic person in, in itself, <laughs> okay. itself, I think, um, you know, but I... I would I think there's worry on both sides. I think, as I said, like those th those chatbots, there was one as well in 2016 called Tay from Microsoft and, and the one that I mentioned, Blenderbot, is from Meta. So they're two different platforms, two different companies, and they both kind of went down that, you know, there's what you would say right wing stuff like okay. anti-Semitic, Semitic, um, hate speech, transphobic, things like that. So I wouldn't be too concerned about it being left so far, because what we tend to see is hate speech that are coming from the other side. OK, Um Listen, is all this overhyped or is all this going to change our lives radically in the next couple of years? I think it will change the way we search things, the way we use the internet. I don't think that the advancements that have been made should be um, minimised. I think it'll generally make the technology that we use a lot better. But it does come with a massive caveat, which is that a lot of it is still very young. Like I said, those kinks need to be figured out. And there's also other ethical things that come with even if it's working properly, you know, like because there's questions about plagiarism of content, there's concerns about job losses in the content area. So even if it advances and changes our lives irrevocably, for the better from using technology, there's also other societal impacts that we need to consider like those, those things. Now, there's also, you know, those jobs will come in different forms, like there'll be a need for more AI engineers, for example, and things like that. But there's still, that's not to be minimized because content creators won't suddenly turn around one day and become AI architects. So it's yeah. not that simple. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I did see someone make the point that what this AI, where it's learning from, is reams and reams of work that was done by human beings and it's essentially taking their work and uh, and and moving on with it. Um there were two recent examples kind of in in uh in the popular culture of of AI being used in a kind of a creative way. Can can you tell me mm -hmm. about this um this AI Seinfeld uh nothing forever show that was going on? Yeah, so that was um, a, basically a live stream kind of almost like a television show on a platform called Twitch and it was called Nothing Forever um, to kind of parody the sort of, it's a, the Seinfeld is a show about nothing. And it, it kind of effectively was able to churn back out uh, versions of things that would be natural tropes or storylines and, and even uh, Jerry Seinfeld's kind of stand-up bits that are kind of bookending the show and things like that. 
And, you know, it did bring some of that nostalgic feel, I believe, to the fans of Seinfeld. But then it got taken down because it ended up kind of including a transphobic rant kind of in the middle of one of the stand-up bits. Now, the reason that happened, um, I believe, is because there was an outage with the OpenAI platform, the DaVinci model, and the program kind of automatically switched over to a backup system, which was not nearly as well regulated. So that's how it kind of ended up happening. But that's the kind of stuff that could come into the fray if it's not monitored or it's not checked and it's not got those barriers and regulations in place. And I see Nick Cave as well has been uh, giving out about, I I believe that AI-generated Nick Cave songs were starting to get really popular with people. Yeah, so someone sent him... um, I, I believe they, the, a lot of people have been sending him these kind of versions of basically um, if you put in, if you go into ChatGPT, you can ask it certain things like write a song for me in the style of Nick Cave. And because Nick Cave's obviously songs and lyrics are so widely available on the internet, it is able to quite easily learn from the style of Nick Cave and kind of churned back out and uh, I suppose a new song or a Frankenstein signed kind of song that might sound like something that Nick Cave might write. Now he said it's trash. Uh, which I understand completely where he's coming from because it is it's taking away a lot of the things that are inherently human and particularly when it comes to things like creativity emotions you know suffering experiences and things yeah yeah exactly Um, you know AI can't feel at the end of the day so it can't have emotions and feelings and it, it can't suffer in that way so it doesn't understand what it's actually writing and I think that like that's a very understandable problem that we would have particularly with literature the art world songwriting things like that the things that go into those things are inherently human and you have to be careful about not bringing the robots into that space yeah and listen i'd say nick cave would say if anyone's going to be churning out music that sounds like nick cave music it's going to be me nick cave jenny it's (laughs) fascinating and uh no doubt we'll be talking about it again and again over the next while jenny darmody of silicon republic thank you very much we'll take a break Email brendan at rte.ie.